0: Family? Mom, Dad, I just got a job for $1,000 a week. Are you (laughs) kidding (laughs) me? Oh,
1: Mom. Oh, Mom. She's finally turning pro. (laughs) Let's run. Thanks, Dad. Can I get a open?
2: Whoa,
3: No Man Presents. Live from the Nudie Bar, the Married with Children Podcast. And here are your hosts, Jerry, Jamie, and Al. Here we are, guys, and we are reviewing Rain Girl. This is Al and... I know, I know. Thank you very much. I I do know an awful lot about Married with Children. You know, you can't sit on a couch for 20 hours a day and not learn something. That's very true.
4: I'm Jamie, and I got a job for $1,000 a week. Aw, you're finally turned pro. No, I'm a meteorologist.
5: And uh, my name's Jerry, and uh, the legend works better with you dead. Uh, Who, me? (laughs) Uh... Depends. Do you feel
3: legendary? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, guys, this is Rain Girl, Season 4, Episode 21. When Kelly lands a high-paying gig as a local news weather girl, Al learns the hard way that when it rains, it pours. (laughs) Well, he already learned that, and who will stop the rain? But he's going to relearn. Director Jerry Cohen, writers Kevin Coran. Wow, the guy who does Buck's voice wrote this one. Oh. Yeah, and Ron Levitt, the meaning behind the title Rain Girl is spoof off of the movie Rain Man with Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman.
5: Yeah, which came out in uh, The Greatest Year Known to Humanity, 1988. Gee, who was born that year? Uh, I was. The second coming
3: of Steve. What a bizarre coincidence. It's very weird that that's the greatest year ever. Yeah. Ah, that worked out for you.
4: Yeah. It actually was a very good year, but. See? No.
5: No, nope, don't reason. say anymore. Just let's just <laughs> yeah,
4: keep not it bad. at that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. You can <laughs> edit
5: out everything she said uh, after that. Alex, I'd appreciate it.
3: I will. Nobody will ever hear that. Okay, good. Wait, hold up. What <laughs> part? What do you think I am? An idiot? Uh,
5: <laughs> well, I mean. uh. What do you do when you pull a pot out of the oven? Uh, I play drums. Oh, that's not what Peggy does.
3: Oh. Oh, I thought you were referring to something else. Okay, I can't wait to see what she does, because she was cooking a little bit, so I'm very interested. I I hope those home ec classes uh, paid off, but we'll see. I know Jay wants the original air date, and that is April 29th, 1990. So Al's doing his bills, and he has his own little ritual of over-the-counter remedies and sometimes firearms. I was, I was super
5: confused when Peggy and Bud were standing in front of the oven. They pulled the pot out of the oven, and I was like, who puts a pot in the oven? Then I was like, okay, well, it's Peggy. Then I know she's carrying the pot like barehanded, and I'm like, is that just a, a mess up? Is that a goof? I just want to be in the writing room when they were like, so how do you think uh, Al should do his bills this time? Well, if you put it
3: all in a pot and put it in the oven. Oh, yeah. I didn't even, like, focus on that. You're right. But I did wonder, as he was playing the drums, I did wonder why that was there anyway. Is that so he could throw up if he had to? I don't know.
5: Were they putting the, the bills in a pot and putting it in the oven so it would be out of sight, out of mind for a while since no one uses their oven?
6: Can't you go any faster? Let's pretend we're upstairs. I know. I'll yell, not yet. That always seems to speed you up. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry,
1: Peg. Am I bringing you down? Let me try another attitude.
3: Then Al breaks out in this cha-cha song.
1: Oh, man, we're broke, cha-cha-cha. Everybody fight broke, cha-cha-cha. Living in the gutter, cha-cha-cha. Early grave, cha-cha-cha. All right, now, everybody, shoot me! (laughs) And
3: it's pretty cool because I guess people took such a liking to this that they used this clip to advertise Married with Children when it was on... um, I don't know if it was FX or TBS or whatever I used to watch it on. I'd say 10 to 15 years ago, they would, like, you know, have uh, married children coming next or whatever. And they played this whole clip.
0: I know what he needs when he gets like this. Dad,
1: let's go outside and I'll toss a frisbee to you and Buck. (laughs) Uh, I know. You always toss it good to him, but me, you make jump.
2: (laughs) Must be
1: some way I can raise my income. Wait a second. I just thought of something. Peg,
6: do you think I should ask for a raise? Oh, no, honey. That would be too demeaning. Make them come to you. We can make it. I don't, I don't mind living with a guy who has a $55 limit on his master charge.
3: <laughs> so uh, Al has a $55 limit on his master charge, which we all know is a lie because how did Peg get $5,000 for Vegas? Maybe that was his visa. And Master Charge isn't a real card. They'd mean Master Card, but they can't say it, I guess. I'm assuming so. People used to always call it Master Charge. In, I mean, in regular life. Even. So. And his visa, remember they call it Vista on the shoe store counter? It's Vista.
5: I'm, sure, well, I'm pretty sure that's a logo thing. They can't have the logo there.
3: hmm Kelly's school... Uh, I don't know what school, I thought it was like modeling school, wants her to be an intern on Channel 83, and she has to work nights.
4: Is she out of high school yet?
3: That is where I'm going later on. Um, Later, Marcy says, oh, wow, a job during your high school years. So right there, I thought that was weird. And then after that, Kelly has to quit her, quit school, to to do this weather girl thing and it's like well aren't what quit summer school why would you do that i mean it's only like a month long and then you're you graduate
5: i think we're assuming that she graduated last episode because of peggy graduating episode but they never said that it was where she would graduate just that if she failed that class she would have to make up that credit and go to summer school but i don't think she's actually
4: graduated yet I mean, yeah, it it could have been the second quarter or uh, because Peg went and took the final doesn't mean it was the last final of the year and that they were about to be done with school. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I didn't uh, I mean, since we haven't actually seen any sign of her graduating, I assumed she was still in high school.
5: I refuse to believe she graduated until I see a diploma.
1: It's time I got my dignity back. Come on, bud. Let's get some Windex and a squeegee and hit the off-ramps.
2: <laughs> Daddy needs
1: to buy a power tie. A power tie. Is that like
5: Marcy's power dress? Okay. I, hope, I hope it doesn't shrink like her power dress did. <laughs>
0: oh, what am I going to do? If I don't do this stupid
6: intern thing, I won't graduate. <clears throat> hmm. Graduation. Kelly. Maybe it's time we had a little talk. You're getting to be a big girl now, and there's something I've been putting off telling you for a while. But time is slipping by quickly, and I don't want you to learn about it on the street. (laughs) Honey, there is a thing out there that men will want you to do. In fact, they'll expect it. Now, no woman really enjoys it. But we do it, get them to marry us, and then never have to do it again. (laughs) That horrible thing is called
3: work. (laughs) That's sort of true. It was probably more true in earlier days. Like now things are so tight with money with everybody that it's like two people have to work. But a lot of the guys in my shop, they're like uh, 50 and, and up. And all I ever hear about is how their wives like worked. And then as soon as they had one kid, like one guy said, yeah, my wife uh, stopped working to raise the kid. I go, oh, well, how long should she be out of work? He goes, uh, 17 years. <laughs> so I guess there's some truth to that, right? Yeah, it's definitely the old classic uh, household. I wish we could still do that. I would love my wife to just stay home and take care of all that stuff to raise the kids so we don't have to send them to daycare.
5: Yeah, I wish... My fiancé got to go to work and I got to stay home and raise my cat.
3: <laughs> How do you raise a cat exactly?
5: Uh, you know, make sure he gets exercise, <laughs> he's fed oh. properly, he gets belly rubs.
4: Now I want to hug my kitty.
5: Yeah. You raise your cat. Yeah, I got to raise him into a a, a good cat.
6: But honey, the important thing is to do it early, while you're still young. That way, when your husband comes home, reeking of beer, wanting some lovin', you'll follow that fat rump upstairs. Because you'll know that no matter how disgusting the next three minutes will be, it still beats the hell out of work. Thank you, Mom. You're so wise. Ah, well... No, you can't sit on a sofa 20 hours a day and not learn something. <laughs> so
3: that means Peg only sleeps four hours a day.
6: I thought the same thing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we're looking way too into this. But at least at least the writers could have just said 16 hours.
4: She's like a koala.
3: Yeah. Do you know koalas have chlamydia? Yes. That's why I'm always safe with them. And they eat their children. Why not? Jamie would. Jamie would eat her children? Yes. <laughs> you get rid of the kids that way, right?
4: Oh, I'd Caligula them before they eat.
5: Caligula! <laughs> 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 All right, Malcolm McDowell, let's calm down. Uh, you know what line I really liked out of this whole thing? The uh, No matter how disgusting the next three minutes will be, it's
3: better than work. Jamie, is that true? Is sex better than work? God, yes. Wow, Peg, is it, wow, maybe she is smart. You know, we keep saying she's not very smart, but Jamie just confirmed she does know something. I feel like she's, uh, like, street smart. Yeah, but we established she's sorta not, right?
4: Yeah, I don't, I mean...
3: Okay, maybe she's housewife smart? Is that a thing?
4: Well, if that were a thing, she'd know how to cook.
5: No, she's she's smart uh... enough to marry to know to
3: marry a guy who won't make her cook. Well, then she's conniving.
4: To me, my, like, me being housewife's smart means I know how to get that stain out. <laughs> and, and I know how to make homemade banana bread.
3: Do you know how to make cinnamon toast? Yeah, I, yes, I do.
0: Okay, who ordered the coffee? I did. Okay.
3: <laughs> Kelly's first day, I guess, on the job. You know, uh, she's an intern, and one of the guys asked for coffee. She brings them a gigantic Folgers coffee can.
4: Yeah, when she came in with that bag, I was like, please have. I was like, a package of coffee. Like, I was expecting it to be uh, like a bag. I didn't expect her to pull out a huge can.
2: Yeah. But I was like,
4: please have a package of coffee in there just because I just thought that would be so funny. And it was.
3: And like, mother, like, daughter, there was one time Peg says to Al, would you like some soup for work? You know, for, for lunch at work tomorrow. And Al says, no, nah, I'm okay. Last time I cut my hand on the can. So, they, uh, the guys who, one of the, the one who got the coffee, him and the blonde dude, they see Kelly add clouds onto the map. And they see how hot she looks in that miniskirt. And they see the gimmick they're looking for that will boost their ratings. She looked good, though, man. When she started putting that cloud up, I was looking there. And I was like, wow. So, on the whole us looking at
5: Kelly thing, um... I know what you're going to say. There's a line later on that says 17 years ago, that you were good 17 years ago.
3: So, is she still 17? No, don't let that fool you guys. She's playing a 17-year-old, apparently, still.
5: Okay, but the actress herself is 18.
3: Yes. Okay. Uh, Unless my math is terrible. Okay. So, uh...
5: Bill Palomino is played by, and that's the blonde-haired guy, is played by Ben Lemon. He was in a, a few movies for small parts, but some of them big, liar, liar, hot shots, part dukes.
3: Uh, <laughs> so I, I that's have, weird. We just had a guy who was in p- hot shot, part dukes.
5: <laughs> I, I love call, I love saying dukes. Uh, I just think the that word is really... Ducks. Frank Ducks. Put up your Dukes, Uh, right? uh, So many people pronounce it differently, and and one day I heard someone pronounce it Dukes, and so I just started, I was like, I'm forever calling it part Dukes. Yeah,
3: I think you leave out the X though, right? Yeah.
5: Uh, Yeah. He was also at Weekend at Bernie's 2 and Die Hard 2, so he's got a lot of sequel action. Wow. Uh, And he had some TV roles. Star Trek The Next Generation, Murder, She Wrote, Melrose Place, Beverly Hills 90210, House, Desperate Housewives, and 90210 from 2008. Oh. So, uh, he's been in some stuff. Nothing big, but he's been in some stuff. Uh, Liar Liar was his biggest role. The other actor in here is labeled as Station Manager. Probably the guy yelling at Kelly. I didn't know if it was the guy yelling at Kelly or the other guy that's talking to Bill when Kelly first walks in with the coffee. Hmm. Because... Might be the same guy. It may be, because no one else is listed. Uh, His name is... Fran Montano, uh, which is a great name. Uh, He was in less stuff, but he was in Spy Hard. Um, And then he was in a bunch of shows like ER, The Nanny, Melrose Place. I don't know if he was on the same episode as uh, Ben Lemon, but they were both on there. And uh, Freddy's Nightmares.
3: Another Freddy's Nightmares alumni. Another uh, Freddy's Nightmares alumni here. Amazing. So many are on the with Children.
6: Come on, Al. What is it you're going to tell us? Is it about your raise? I, I, I pay.
1: Not till the whole family's here. This news is so big, I even want the girl to hear it.
2: <laughs>
1: there we go. It's time. Family?
0: Mom, Dad, I just got a job for $1,000 a week. Are you? <laughs> Did you? He- <laughs> <Did> he- <laughs>
3: So she went from interning that maybe paid nothing, maybe it was a paid internship, to getting a straight-up job there. Just sticking the clouds and the rain on that map and, you know, talking it up a little bit as a weather girl. Like, I don't know what the difference is, though, for when you do that and then you move over to the desk. I guess one's weather girl, one's meteorolo- meteorology, whatever, right?
4: Or weather bunny, apparently, which... Is just
3: silly.
1: Oh, mom! Oh, mom! She's finally turning pro. Oh. <laughs> uh,
3: when she says she's getting paid a thousand a week, but implies it's for sex by saying she went pro.
6: <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. You had an announcement too. Did not. <laughs> Come on, Dad. Tell us. We're really interested.
1: Okay. Well, today I made my stand at work. I fought, I threw myself on the ground, I screamed like a woman. (laughs) But I finally got what I was after. Folks, you're looking at a man with a $5 a week raise.
3: (laughs) Al got a $5 a week raise. That is... Pretty bad if you divide that like five dollars divided by 40 hours. That's bad. I remember back in like 97 98 when I this is like so weird. I was really excited when I heard that minimum wage went from 505 to 515 an hour. I thought that was like the biggest news because I was working in a supermarket as the checkout guy and I was making 505 then it all like the news like just r- ripped through the whole store like hey minimum wage is going up to 515 next week and everybody was so excited about that. Isn't that amazing?
4: Yeah, I remember when I was really excited
3: when I got a quarter raise. a quarter a quarter an hour raise. Yeah. Kelly's first show as a weather girl, she is wearing something that you guys should recognize. Oh yeah, I
5: recognize it all right.
3: I mean, yeah, it's a very,
5: like, well-known costume. Uh, dress, yeah. What it was what does
3: Al call that dress? A belt. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? She's wearing what Al calls her belt. The same one she wore in Rock and Roll Girl. It's so good. She just wears that every time she works, I guess. it's a wor- it's, a,
5: it's a working girl's dress.
3: <laughs> yeah. Al tucks this pink napkin again into his his shirt, and he did that earlier too when this episode started. Uh, it's so funny that he like that's his thing now. Ever since he did it to eat Peggy's rack of lamb.
6: Oh, she's coming on.
1: And now the action weather with meteorologist Bill Palomino. And yes, girls i'm still single (laughs) now let's have some fun let's do weather it's still sunny here in chicago but up in washington they're expecting more clouds right weather bunny
0: right out bill (laughs)
2: look
0: folks it stays up there all by itself
1: (laughs) oh yeah life's fair (laughs) And we have tornado warnings Excuse me, for... Excuse Bill,
0: but I have a little inside tip for our viewers. You see these little clouds? Now, they won't stick to just anything. Look. <laughs> now, kids, don't try this at home. Back to you,
6: Bill.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
6: look at her, Al. The product of our love.
1: It's not surprising, is it, (laughs) Peg?
6: Oh, Al, I know you're a little down, what with Kelly making more in a day than you made in the
2: 80s. (laughs) (laughs) But as far
6: as I'm concerned, you're still the man in the house.
1: Thanks, Peg. What's for dinner?
6: Veal. I hate veal. Oh, I know, but Kelly wanted it.
3: (laughs) He hates veal, and I, I totally support that. It's funny, I was out to eat last night, and a guy ordered veal, and I was so, like, turned off to that. Like, I'm not really an animal activist or anything. I don't, like, do the vegan thing or anything like that for any causes. But I don't know, something was different about veal when I was, like, when I first heard about it, like, 13 years old or whatever and on. Once I heard that they just these animals are born and they just lock them into a box or whatever, so they can never move or develop any muscles. And then, then you—that's what you have to do to eat these things. That just seems different to me. Well, it is. It's 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 beyond barbaric. Right. I can't. I can't. No. I I cannot eat veal ever. No. No. Not a bite. Never. What about you, Jerry? And I, don't, I know you don't want to look like the scumbag of the show, but do you eat veal?
5: Uh, no, I, I don't eat veal, mostly because it's
3: just not something that comes up. Yeah, I was going to say, the home ec is paying off. She's making veal. That's true. So, Bud's giving tours in the Bundy house.
6: <laughs> so, as you can all see, Kelly
0: Bundy overcame blinding problems to become the star she is today. And remember... Later, there will be a chance for all of you to purchase some of her bath water. So now,
7: if you'll just wave to Kelly's mother on the way out, we'll conclude the tour with the car that Kelly was conceived in and the garage where she was born.
3: You could see the car Kelly was conceived in. I'm assuming it's the Dodge, even though Al sort of sold it and sort of bought it back or whatever. he did. I actually thought that about
4: that when, um, during that scene, I was like, okay but he got rid of that car. Oh, but he got it back. That's...
3: <laughs> yeah, we couldn't really determine exactly what took place that episode, but we think that, yeah, he, he probably got it back, even though I did see a little... There were, were a couple differences, right? But
5: Even then, I'm sure Bud would, would lie about it anyway.
3: Yeah, I don't think those kids could prove anything. Who's gonna fact-check so. them? <laughs> now, here's the most bizarre part of that scene of the tour. The real Kelly comes home And the kids walk out of the garage door into the living room, you know, area, and Kelly's right there, and they don't even seem to care or have any interest, and they just walk out. Like, if you were, let's say I was doing a tour of, like, uh, okay, so there's this hot weather girl in real life, uh, Yannette Garcia, she's, like, known as the hottest weather girl of all time. So, look her up. Her big thing is her ass like it's I don't know somebody eventually realized when she turned to the side it just comes straight out and it's like it's pretty perfect actually, and she's like on the the Spanish weather channels if they had a tour of her house and I was a part of it, and then she walks in. don't you think like and I, and I was like a fourteen year old kid or whatever don't you think i gawk at her or say something or go up to her and say hi or whatever. Like, these kids didn't even react to Kelly. What You're there. You want her bath water. You want to look at a car she was conceived in, but the real person standing right there and you just leave?
4: Well, they're clearly not all that bright.
3: I just don't even understand that. No. <laughs> then we get to Bud. Uh, he even wants Marcy to pay to get into the Bundy house. And you think that... And that's like a double joke here because you think... Peg's going to say, you can, you know, you don't charge my friends or neighbors or whatever to come into our house. And then, but no, it turns out, no, she can come in because she bought a lifetime pass. I
5: don't know if Marcy is getting dumber without Steve in her life (laughs) or if she's just so desperate to be around people and be able to talk to people that she just does stupid things. But her life is going downhill without Steve, which is understandable. I feel most people's life would go downhill without a little Steve in it. Yeah, you love that, don't you? I've so far been able to put Steve in every episode.
3: I know. I, I love how I thought we would never hear that name again. And then Dan goes on hiatus, and all of a sudden Jerry's here, and we're back to Steve's shows. Yeah. yeah. I just don't understand how this is happening. Um, th- th- look,
5: the world knows that the married with children podcast needed some steve so it made some adjustments to make sure there was steve there
0: kelly i've got to ask you a question i am sorry but i am not allowed to reveal tomorrow's weather until tomorrow (laughs) to hell with the weather give me the poop on palomino boy there's one warm front i wouldn't mind settling over me for a few days (laughs) not the nice man that he appears to be. I mean, just today after the weather, when I, like America, wondered aloud where East Dakota was, (laughs) he went to the station manager and said either the bimbo goes or I go.
1: (laughs) Well, it looks like things will start to get back to normal around here now, so I guess the next tour comes through here, you'll be selling my bath water.
6: Yeah, right, Al. Like I I really kept it for five years. (laughs)
0: Sorry, you lost your job, Kelly. My job. They canned him like a tuna. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after all, I am the one in the short
6: skirt. And you always will be, honey. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: I love, I love where she's like, I'm not allowed to, to tell tomorrow's weather until tomorrow.
3: Yeah, she's already. She has that whole prima donna thing right away, man.
5: Yeah.
3: It's so funny. I wonder aloud where
5: East Dakota is.
3: (laughs) Like most people. So uh, Marcy worked during her high school years hauling around slabs of of meat like in Rocky II. Yeah, she
5: can stuff a sausage with one hand. But don't let the whole meat thing throw you off from the weirdest thing we learn about Marcy's past.
3: Marcy paid for her sister's college because her mother made her? Right. Well, she hates her mother. We know that. Remember, she was like, God, I hate my mother.
5: Yeah, and now we're starting to figure out why and that she has a sister and don't we don't we meet her sister later on? Her cousin. Oh, we meet her cousin. So we don't meet her sister.
0: (laughs) Now she's a physicist. And I can stuff a sausage with one hand tied behind my back. (laughs) So everything worked out. I guess what I'm trying to say is, what happened to my life, my youth? do you mind here?
2: (laughs) All I want is my fair share.
0: To go to the prom, to work on a float... To have a date with a boy instead of a pork shoulder I call Vinny? (laughs) Peggy, do I deserve to be treated like this? I (laughs) am
3: Peg was basically asked to escort Marcy out. She closes the door on her yet again, just like when Marcy asked if anybody wants to hang out with her on Christmas. So she was actually... uh, She got practice being alone on Christmas. Remember that? When Steve went with his mother? Oh, yeah, that's true she depressed kelly uh so now that the whole thing is like i said prima donna they're all catering to kelly she can't be depressed she can't reach when she's home she can't do anything
0: (sighs) mom i'm on the horns of an enema (laughs) see in order to be the weather girl i'd have to work full time and that would mean i'd have to quit school
3: but she has to quit school, which we don't know which school she's in at this point. Summer school or regular, who knows? She has to still be in regular
4: because Bud's still in school. Because he says oh, yeah. that he teacher told him he could be valedictorian.
3: Right. Yeah, I, they really shouldn't have played the Peggy made a little lamb till the end of the year.
6: Yeah, I agree.
3: Yeah.
6: Oh, gee, Kelly. Quitting school's a big step. I mean, that's why we get our pens and pencils. <laughs> and, our, and our little cartons of milk.
1: <laughs> Al, talk to her. What's left to say, Mama Walton?
4: <laughs> Juxtaposing her against a good example of being a mom. Kind of like mocking he her could have, saying you're not a good mom. Like he could have said, you know, Donna Reed or... But you know what I mean? Like, you know, take it, or like June Cleaver.
1: Yeah, yeah. Come here, young lady. Now, Kelly, you've got to stay in school. It's important for your future. Now, look at me. If I didn't have a high school diploma, I'd just be, uh... (laughs) Well, maybe I'm not a good example, but it does help other people. You know, lawyers, doctors, astronauts. Everybody except me. Daddy? Give Daddy a second here.
3: (laughs) Then you get that close-up of Al's face, which is always interesting, because you don't get that a lot. About the last time we got a good close-up like that of Al was during the Christmas episode, when he pictured what his family would say when he came home with no presents.
1: What happened to me? I'm not a stupid man. Oh, it's important to stay in school. You can command a much bigger salary with a high school diploma than without it. Now, how much are they going to pay to be this weather girl?
0: Well, the contract is for three years at, um, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year.
1: All right. High school is for
2: dummies.
1: (laughs) Now, I wanted to pull you out of the seventh grade, but your mother in that county wouldn't let me. What about the astronauts, Al? You name one that's doing better than my little girl.
3: (laughs) Yeah, high school diplomas don't get you anywhere really anymore, right? I mean, they mean pretty much nothing. I mean, they get you at least you can get like a job. It necessarily doesn't get you a good one.
5: Have you ever, like, gotten a job and they were like, you know, when they ask you, do you have high school diploma? Has anyone, have they ever been like, I need to see your diploma?
3: No, I don't think so. Like,
5: I've never had anyone, like, check that.
3: I think they just assumed it ever since the 90s.
4: Yeah, if you just say yes, they're like, okay. They've never asked me for any credentials, but...
3: Yeah, they just talked to me. They said, well, he knows a couple three-syllable words. Okay, I'm sure he went to high school. And that's it. That's their fact-checking. So Kelly has a contract for three years at $250,000 a year, which we all know in those days was about a half a million dollars a year. Which well, just seems
4: even- insane to me.
3: Yeah, for, Didn't um, they just say that the that no one watches this
5: channel and they're offering quarter mil a year contracts to a seventeen year old girl meteorologist meteorologist?
3: Yeah, who? who what advertising revenue are they pulling in to a channel nobody watches in which they could pay a chick in a mini skirt? And like, why would they even pay her that? She's in high school.
5: Like, she she stuck a magnet to her
3: head. You knew you could get away with paying her less. Right. You could pay her $10,000, and she probably would think that's a big deal.
1: (laughs) Now, Pumpkin, you're going to need a manager. Should be somebody close to you, maybe even a family member, someone you can trust.
0: Well, I trust you, Daddy.
1: And I love you, Pumpkin. (laughs) Now, I know you want Daddy, but he doesn't come cheap see, I'm going to have to retire from the shoe business to manage it.
6: Al, can't you sell shoes and rob Kelly at the same time?
1: <laughs> Shut up, Peg, if you want to live here with me and my baby.
0: <laughs> now,
1: I'll take 40% of the gross. What's gross mean?
3: She's some special little girl. Isn't she, Al Bogart's Bud's role is Kelly's manager. He'll take 40% of the gross. What's that mean? Ha <laughs> You're a great host to have around, buddy. Listen, we're going to talk finances <laughs> later, and I'm going to be your manager. I, I do hear that I need a manager I can trust. Uh, and I'm one who loves you, so. Okay, well, I trust you, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you, Jerry. Pumpkin. Call me Pumpkin. Oh, well, your head is orange, so I will. Wow, that was that was just rude.
5: <laughs> Pumpkinhead. Hey, Pumpkinhead premiered on October 14th, 1988, once again proving that not only is 1988 the greatest year ever, but that was the exact day I was born. Wow. Really? Do you yes. know
4: that I found out the other day that if you're born on my birthday, then you share a birthday with more people than on any other birthday?
5: Really? I found out if you were born on my birthday, you share a birthday with me. Wow. <laughs> How'd you find that out, Google? Yeah, I was looking up the biography of uh, R&B hit sensation Usher to find out that he was born on October 14th, which was a strange coincidence. Uh And then I found out that, wow, that means he shares a birthday with me. That means if you're born on this day, you share a birthday with me. I was blown away. I just can't believe two pumpkins' heads were created on the same day. It's crazy. You, another movie... Uh, premiered on my birthday also. Cabin Boy? I wish. God, do
3: I or, wish. Or Cabin Boy Girl? Uh, Night of the Demons. Ooh. I don't think anything special happened on my birthday. We know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, listen, Kelly's doing a lot better, honestly, with Al Bogarting this this uh, role of Bud because that's 40% lower than Bud's take in Rock and Roll Girl. His take was 80%. So now Kelly's already doing great. Honestly, she made the right choice to go to Al. Although it appears he's going to take advantage of her, but she's still doing better.
0: Oh, Daddy, can I ask you a favor?
1: Kelly, you don't even have to ask. Peg, take the boy and the dog and get out of here.
0: (laughs) No, Dad. I want to know if I could get a Porsche. They said I could have one if you would co-sign the loan for me. Yeah,
1: right, so that I would be responsible for it. Forget it, you don't need a Porsche. Why... For the same amount of money, you could have my old Dodge.
6: Come on, Kelly. Daddy's not the only parent you've got.
1: forget it, Peg. You can have a percentage of our son, Buck. Bud. Bud, Buck, what's the difference? Take them both. Kelly's my baby. And if my baby wants a Porsche, a Porsche she shall have. Mm
0: -hmm. Hey, Dad, can we stop for ice cream?
1: We sure can, if you're paying.
6: (laughs) Veal again? Kelly likes veal. If Kelly wanted my head on a platter, would you do it for her? <laughs> Honey, for a quarter mil a year, I'd make Bundy kebabs out of you and your father.
2: <laughs>
3: so Al struts in wearing an expensive suit and tie. He quit the shoe store, and we find out that Kelly was conceived in 30 seconds 17 years ago, according to them but we all know we could still gawk at Christina Applegate. Trust me, guys. Don't let that fool you.
1: Family babes. <laughs> How's it going?
6: Wow, well, that suit must have cost a fortune. Hey, nothing's too good
1: for me. Pig, <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, I'm a change man. You're looking at a whole new hellbundi. Bundy. <laughs> Did you get Kelly's contracts all finalized? Well, just a couple of sticky points to iron out. Tomorrow I'm bringing out the big guns. Gonna get me one of them high-class Sears lawyers. (laughs) Al wants to
3: wait to sign the contract until he gets a Sears lawyer. Because how could Al afford a high-priced lawyer when he hasn't made money yet? I've seen him do a lot less, or I'm sorry, a lot more for a lot less
5: money. I can't believe he didn't go and immediately sign this contract.
3: It is smart. I was going to criticize him for that, but it is smart. You actually should have a lawyer always peruse all your contracts. So that is a good idea. But buying the car prior to it is not a good idea.
5: Too bad Steve wasn't still around. I bet he could have done it. Oh, yeah. I mean, he represented yeah. himself in court.
3: <laughs> That's true. They, hey, they won the case. They did. Well, they did. Not Alan Pegg. So, like Jamie said, Bud might be the school's valedictorian. I didn't realize Bud was that smart. I mean, I knew you. I mean, I told you
4: guys. Well, actually, (laughs) back when it was the
3: original
4: three, I posted it on your Facebook group page.
3: (laughs) Wow, really?
4: Yeah, because you guys hadn't gotten into a conversation about whether or not he was actually smarter just smarter than kelly or something like that and
3: huh.
4: I, it was really early on
3: yeah okay
4: and i was and i was like no he's really smart like he's yeah <laughs> yep
1: time to watch our little meal ticket to the weather
6: <laughs> i'm nervous Al.
1: chill out babe all she has to do is read it off the teleprompter
2: and now our action news weather with
5: meteorologist weather bunny kelly bundy
0: hello everyone Oh hi, Daddy. I like my car. <laughs> oh, by the way, Jim here is too modest to tell you, but he won the big office poll on how many people died in that train wreck in Peru. Way to go, Jim. <laughs> anyway, on to. Uh,
3: she has zero common sense. I don't know what goes on in that head of hers. It's like it's like a a strom of crazy thoughts.
5: Yeah, I I, I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Did they mistype it on the prompter so therefore it's their fault?
3: No, no way. You think, yeah, I think she just well,
4: cause... you know, even
3: though word letters are in the right order, you sometimes just see.
4: Well, she but... also said clod instead of cloud, yeah. I just like
5: Strom seems like it would be an easy, like mess up, even though on a keyboard that's really far off. Well, no, because. S-T, the R's right next to their. Right you next hit, to each other. You said well, you hit the well, R, but I don't then You hit the O and the M. And I don't know. I was just curious if, like, they wrote it wrong. Well, what about Chicago? Okay, well, I can see her mispronouncing Chicago, but Storm to Strom sounds like a typo. No. I'm just saying I think that this might have been someone else's fault. Maybe there was a vindictive Bill Palomino who was behind it who maybe paid off someone to mistype some things. Yeah, that's true, because he was fired. Yeah, I'm just say- saying that there's a few things that don't add up against our girl Kelly.
4: Hey, as much as I love Kelly, she's a little moronic. So, I uh... <laughs> <laughs>
0: There is a Strom coming to. You know that reading tutor is
6: really paying off.
0: To Chicago. Chicago. Oh, is a Strom coming to us? What's a Strom? A storm.
2: <laughs>
5: Why don't they just put some peanut butter on our gums like they did with Mr. Ed?
2: <laughs>
3: that, I always remember hearing that, like, that show Mr. Ed where the horse talks to the dude all day. They, to make him talk, they just smeared peanut butter on his gums, and he, I guess he'd try to keep getting it off. So he would move his mouth around, and then they would just have somebody talk uh, while he's doing that. So that's what that is. I miss the days when
5: you could talk about peanut butter and animals and it be, like, a nice, like, thing and not, like, it was just a, a, a you know, oh, yeah, you make the horse talk, ha, 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 you can't do that anymore.
0: <laughs> winds are up to 30 moofs. <laughs>
3: you know, they kind of missed an easy opportunity for a joke there is when she says winds are up to 30 miles an hour or whatever. Um, she could have said wines. Because unless you know the context, which she's not smart enough to do, wind and wine is the same way. So that would have been an easy, just dummy person thing to do. But they uh, instead focused on the myths of it all.
0: That's miles per hour, you idiot! Hey, I'm not an idiot. I happen to be a meteorologist. <laughs> <laughs> Dork. <laughs> anyway, strong clouds are forming Clouds,
5: Strom clouds oh. Never mind, somebody get her off I'm ripping up her contract, she's gone
3: Kelly lifts up her skirt Trying to keep that job Because hell, it worked in Rock and Roll Girl So, uh, you know, whenever Kelly's not doing good at work She just shows a little leg and she usually pull it through, but not this time. You know, it's oddly enough. Uh, you know, I mentioned Rocky two earlier when when Rocky was carrying slabs of meat when he couldn't when he was done boxing and you know he was like retired after the first fight. He had a job in a meat packing company, Paulie's meat packing company. Oddly enough, in this episode, it's another Rocky two connection because in Rocky two he didn't know how to read. And he was doing like commercials and stuff like that. So it's weird that him and Kelly were both fired for not being able to read on their TV jobs, and big contracts and everything were ripped up. And they talked about carrying slabs of meat
8: around. After these
2: messages, we'll be right back.
8: In the morning, I splash it on, and it makes me smear mainly. Smear mainly? Uh, cut. Does that smell manly? Can you read that Rod? It a Yeah. Well, let's go again. <laughs> well, it's again, fellas. You know, I know I said it wrong, but <laughs> it really don't smell manly. I mean, do you think this stuff smells like a man? I say absolutely no.
0: Are you
1: finished?
8: <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Rolling again.
1: Nice and Stay quiet. He stabbed your shave tank, too. Action.
8: In the morning, I splash it on. And it surrounds my face with class.
1: Cut! <laughs>
8: Action. And beast after shave will turn the women into beast.
5: Cut! Action!
8: If you want to be the king of the beast and smell like a jungle rat, cat, like rat, cat, they look a little like. Action! In the afternoon, When I put it on, to go out with the guys and have a rendezvous.
5: Cut! Leave! Get out of here! I didn't want you for this setup in the first place. You have wasted, wasted our time, sir. This is a complete bust the whole afternoon. Leonard? Leonard, where are you going? I want you to take him with you, Leonard. Take this man with you. He is not a professional. I only work with professionals. You
6: cost us thousands of dollars because you can't read. I know what you're thinking, Al. If only you'd let Kelly sign her contract when she wanted to, we'd be rich. Or are you thinking, you know, if I had the brain of a goldfish, I could get a
1: better job. I guess I ought to get my old job back, huh? What a disaster, huh? Yeah, the real killer was the Porsche. Well, how bad could the depreciation be? She only drove it four miles. That could only be, what, about eight, ten thousand dollars
5: 10000
1: Hello? It's Kelly on her car phone, Dad. (laughs) Kelly? Yes, we still love you. Yes, I'm glad you like your car. Of course you can keep it after this. She is an idiot. (laughs) Kelly, be very, very careful. Drive very carefully. Yes, we still love you. Be very, very careful. Thank God she's just right down the street. Here she comes. Easy,
2: Kelly. <laughs> Easy,
1: Kelly. <laughs> ah, thank God she's in the garage. You know, Peg, if anything ever happened to that Porsche, my life would be...
3: <laughs> so, uh, it's so funny that this moment is so... And then you can hear the audience as Al's walking over to the door... Uh, He goes, it's okay. She's right up the street. Everyone just knows something's about to happen. So Kelly drives through the garage wall and the car rolled out onto the back patio so we can all see her, which is just brilliant. Like, how much better is that than just having a bunch of smoke, like, come out from that garage door, like, dusty smoke? You know, like, you could actually see her car out on the back patio. Amazing. And no one's no one's worried about if she's okay or anything like that. Is dad mad?
5: He's yeah. concerned
3: for your safety. Yeah, right. So he's uh, – Al is now looking for something. He finds his baseball bat. He's back in his Las Vegas days. He grabs a baseball bat. I love how he's, like, looking at it and, like, sizing it up and everything <laughs> – while Bud's on the phone with Kelly and then uh, he says yep come on in and then Kelly gets out of the car she's happy still and excited Uh, I don't get it and freeze frame Al standing there with the bat on his shoulder and Kelly's heading in the house so I would love to see the next five minutes but we don't get to do that so we'll be right back with our ratings of this week's episode
7: no, ma'am, we'll be right back to wrap up this week's review. Be sure to join their Facebook group page for all the podcast news and updates. Be sure to subscribe to them on the Apple Podcast app and please leave a review telling them what you think of the show. To subscribe to their YouTube channel, just go to channels and search up Married with Children Podcast. Now they're available on the TV Time app. Go to your app store and type in TV Time. Join their Patreon and support your favorite podcast with a small monthly donation. You can email them at marriedwchildrenpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for checking out this review. Now Jerry, Jamie, and Alex are going to give their final thoughts on this week's episode.
3: All right, Jerry, how many... Strom clouds are hanging over the Bundy household for this episode. Cherry. <laughs> uh,
5: I definitely give four strong clouds out of five. Uh I love this episode does two things that I love for Mary and Children. Not only is it non-stop funny, but it's very quick. The whole episode feels like it just zooms by. Oh yeah, um, and then Timmy, that shows how good of an episode it is because by the time it ends, I want more. I'm about ready to just go ahead and start watching the next episode. We find out little small interesting things about everyone's past, which is always good to have those kind of information. Um, so all in all, four strong clouds out of five. this was this is a premier uh, Kelly episode.
3: Yeah, absolutely. This, this is a memorable one. Kelly is a weather girl, definitely. Jamie, how many Strom Clods are you giving this episode?
4: I will give this episode also four Strom Clods. I feel like it's very funny. Uh, of course, you know I love the Kelly-centric eps. So, yeah, I mean, we just we got some good stuff here. And I will agree with Jerry that it moved at a very quick pace.
3: I also give this a four out of five Strom Clouds hanging over the Bundy House. Um, it was it was really strong the whole the whole way through. Uh got the famous Cha Cha song. Kelly centric episodes are always good. Sometimes when you have a non Al centric episode, I, I feel like like for example, Al was hardly in um what was it, the last one we did? Uh
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah,
5: the Home home Act episode. He was barely... Peggy makes a little lamb.
3: Yeah, Peggy... Yeah, like, sometimes they don't really, like, evenly distribute everybody. Uh, I gotta say, it wasn't one of my favorite Marcy moments. I know, like, now that she doesn't have a husband, she's just kind of a one scener type chick. So what she does is pretty important. It's all she's doing this week, you know? So... You gotta look at that with a little bit more of a microscope, and so I don't think that was very strong. We got a little more insight into her life, I guess, but I wasn't really laughing or anything. Yeah, and we got a new set also with the weather station, which was cool. Yeah, that was cool. It was cool to see, and it's a—I guess it's a landmark or milestone episode. Kelly's first job. Well, what about the video? Oh, yeah, that is work.
4: Okay. I mean, I generally consider it work when people chain me to a fence, but... (laughs) No,
3: I just call it a hobby. (laughs) Hey, it's only work once they wander off and I have to get off that thing. In this episode, too, Peg encourages Kelly to work even before it's for the 250 k And later on, Kelly will get a job and Peg is horrified that a Bundy woman has a job you know like she's totally against it so it's weird that uh, one person who seems to stand so strong to their convictions and with these these particular things would actually uh have two different reactions yeah four out of five really like this episode so guys we are wrapping up season three believe it or not we only have two episodes to go that is incredible we are going to be in season five three weeks from now Jesus Uh, so tune in next week as we review the agony of defeat handpicked to judge a beauty pageant at his shoe store Al is plagued by nightmares about scary feet while marcy fears she slept with bud wow i kind of forgot that subplot so i can't wait to get into this one
5: yeah i i I thought the marcy sleeping with bud stuff was always really weird so to actually get into them doing it that's gonna be bad
3: so guys tune in and you could find out too in case you forgot